Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to Facebook Live. I hope you are all having a great mid-morning. Hopefully uh, you're taking a coffee break from whatever you're doing at the job and uh, take some time to talk to me on Facebook Live. I don't have a lot of time today, a lot going on, but uh, you got to get to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. A lot of good articles up there, a lot of good content. Um, and of course, my fact-based opinion about why I refuse the jab, why I refuse to be tested, all that good stuff. And I know, guys, you're in the same boat that I'm in, a lot of you. Hi, Andrew. Hello again. Good to see you. Um, and it's tough, right? It's a tough boat to be in because you're, you're, you're balancing what you believe in and protecting your family and yourself, and you're balancing that with with the fact that we all have to make a living, right? It's not easy to make a living in New Jersey. New Jersey's a tough place, and they're coming at us at, at every angle. Here are a couple things. If you are vaccinated, thank you, Liz. I appreciate that support. Um, if you are vaccinated, then that was hopefully your choice, but we now know that at least half of the folks that um, are vaccinated were forced to do it. They were compelled to do it. They were either students in school and they had no choice, or they were uh, working for one of the big hospitals in New Jersey and they had no choice. So it's, it's look, it's bad out there. Hey, Ray, great to meet you at Parks as well. Thank you. I'll be back there soon. Uh, actually, um, we're working on a deal for me to host comedy shows back there again Thursday nights in the fall, so I will keep you posted. Hi, Sarah, good to see you. Hey, Michelle. Um, you know, what we're seeing in New Jersey and in other states is that you've got these criminally complicit big corp corporations who think it's um, it's perfectly legal and moral to fire people over whether or not they take a vaccine. And uh, I was I was really, really honored today. My friend Jim Brewer, who's a Jersey guy. Good, good, good guy. Thank you, Melissa. I'll keep fighting one way or the other. Don't worry about that. Um he uh, he joined the show to explain to us why he took a stand and won't play in any venue that segregates people based on vaccine status. So good for him doing that. I think it was really a smart move. Hey, uh, Abdul, how are you? Good to see you. Appreciate that. Thank you. You know, it was funny. Um, the speculation that we started to get and my phone blew up after he said 99% of the people he talked to in the entertainment world stood with him 100%. Kalina, thank you. I, I need that support. I appreciate it. I am also standing with you. Know that. And that's why I fight every single day. It's for you and your family, for me and my family, uh, for this great country. I, I believe truly that uh, America has lost its way, that when the Brits are leading the charge on freedom from vaccine passports, we've got a real problem and we need to fix that. Hey, Kathy. Hello again. Um, so anyway, Jim Brewer uh, stood up and he said 99% of the entertainment folks he talked to were with him 100%. One person he talked to, a giant in the media industry, thought he was crazy and thinks everybody should be forced to get vaccinated. Now, some are speculating on who that one person might be. Maybe I'll do a post on that tomorrow and, uh, and ask you, uh, ask you uh, who you think Jim Brewer was talking about. Who do you think he was talking about? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, anyway, thank you. Yes, Sue, it is going to be a tough fight. Uh, we don't know where this leads. I do know this, that when you stand on principle and you stand up for yourself and you call out the evildoers that sit in these corporate boards in many companies across this country and across this state, that the, the folks that are comfortable in their complicit evil, they are the ones that will come at you the most. So let's see what happens. I don't know. You know, I really don't know. I, I wonder that, 
Like you could always talk about how how successful our show is in the morning, how my market share has doubled since the uh, the lockdowns, and the fact that you know you've got what a million and a half people listening to this station. That that um, I would say it breaks down. We've done studies on this over the past five or six years. It's about a third of the people are with me, a third are against me, a third don't care. They just tune in. It's entertaining, and uh, and you know, and I'm good with that. I've never expected it to be more, but I will tell you this. If you listen to or read the words of Founding Father John Adams, I know it sounds like a history lecture. It's not. It's just a quick point that John Adams talked about how in, during the American Revolution, only about a third of the folks were really in favor of a revolution. A third were actually loyal to the crown. And again, a third were waiting to see who was going to win. So I know there are an awful lot of people out there that, uh, Ed, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe not, maybe so, but I'm certainly going to fight like hell and go down fighting. Thank you, Sarah. appreciate that. I love doing the show, and hopefully uh, hopefully, I will be able to continue doing it. So we'll see how this thing all plays out, but uh, it is certainly time to stand up and fight back. Um, but as John Adams wrote, that a third of the folks were with us, a third were against the revolution, and a third didn't care. Uh, that's a lot of what you see today in New Jersey. And I know there are a lot of people, common sense, yes, thank you, Peter. Common sense, that's why I started a group, Common Sense Club. Isn't it time for some common sense? I mean, when you, when you think about it, that it's amazing that in order to strive to get people to think in common sense terms, I had to actually start and call the group Common Sense Club. It's commonsenseclub.org. Think about how ridiculous that is, that we've so lost our way that we need an organization to carry that common sense message. And that's why I started it. it uh, it's, it's because I'm fighting for all of us here. Look, I'm digging in. I don't want to leave New Jersey. Obviously, I've got to have a job in order to make that happen. And it is, it is where we all are. And I, I, I'll tell you, it was so stressful. A couple, I guess it was, I don't know, maybe three or four weeks ago when these big hospitals started firing people. And I'm thinking to myself, imagine you're making $50,000, $60,000 a year. You're literally, literally living week to week. And you have to choose your livelihood or submit to an experimental shot. And it's still experimental. I don't care what the FDA says. They only approved it for political reasons. We know that. Average vaccine. Ask any doctor. Ask any scientist who's being honest that it takes 10 to 15 years for a vaccine to be fully vetted. Um, we're also finding now that, that even in New Jersey, where they've been lying about the statistics since day one, that uh, one in five of the cases are actually breakthrough from people who are double vaccinated. So the vaccine is useless. It is, uh, if anything, could be harmful. Certainly has shown to be more harmful to teenage boys than, uh, than COVID. Uh, when you talk about this uh, myocarditis, the swollen heart, you know, young athletic boys are especially vulnerable, which is why we fought hard to get my son an exemption. And he's now out in California. Um, let me tell you guys, they're freer in California than we are in New Jersey. The companies in California, there's a dividing line between those that are fighting to get rid of uh, Gavin Newsom. By the way, that recall vote is today. Um, yeah, my wife and I were talking about it. It was about nine o'clock this morning. She's like, I wonder if the media has already called it for Gavin Newsom. Uh, yeah, probably, because that's the way it works, right? Uh, Pamela, they're not leaders. They're cowards. They're cowards that hold high positions. And they love to target people like me because they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear uh, my correct and fact-based historical analogies. They don't want to hear that sometimes people who are out there that you do business with make bad decisions and need to be called out. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the truth. And that's it. Remember... Uh, Oh God, who was it uh, in the Marine, the, the, uh, the Marine, Jack Nicholson, right? Jack Nicholson, 
uh, you know, talking about you can't handle the truth. That's where we are right now. People can't handle the truth. Rebecca, that's what it's all about. And thank you. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate that nice comment. Um, yeah, it, it's, look, we heard calls all morning. We heard, heard calls from people who had had COVID, people who had been admitted to the hospital, people who were struggling and suffering. One call this morning that stuck out to me was that young father who had to make a choice of either staying with his kids or going and seeing his wife in her hospital room. And uh, he had to stay and protect his kids and the hospital called the cops on him. Now you tell me what kind of a society we live in that hospital administrators can call the police on a young father who just is worried about his wife and taking care of his kids. How about that? It's, it's unconscionable what's going on today. I know many of you are worried about your job. I know many of you are worried about the future. Some of you are worried about COVID because you've got uh, comorbidities and you're vulnerable. If we had just stopped for a moment a year ago, a year and a half ago, and said, you know, we know COVID affects people who are obese and older and already sick, right? Most of uh, 95, 94% of people who've died with COVID died with, thank you, Michelle, appreciate that. I just didn't come today, um, <laughs> but thanks. The, um, uh, we know that 94% of those that died with COVID had three comorbidities. So think about that for a minute. Why is it that as a society, we didn't just say, let's protect those most vulnerable people? Why not? Why didn't, uh, thank you, Michael, appreciate that. Yes, I do feel like a slob this morning, right? I haven't shaved. I got I got my hair's long. Uh, I'm not doing it. I may not shave until we get this country out from under the medical tyranny that we're under now. How about that? Maybe full ZZ top? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'll do a poll on that tomorrow. Anyway, the bottom line is this, guys. I'm digging in. I'm fighting back. I've got a line in the sand. I don't know what's next. I don't know. And, and in this job, you always look at each broadcast as it literally could be your last. So the bottom line is we need to stand together, fight together, and stand up and speak out. And thankfully, there are tens of thousands of us in New Jersey who are already standing up and fighting back. So we need to have common sense. Thank you, Denise. I appreciate that. Denise, don't worry about the uh, the trolls on here. Let them troll. Let them hate. It, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Richard, I, you know, it, literally in a few months, I could be tripping over the beard. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think I'm going to shave for a while. Uh, I've got a couple of things coming up in case you uh, want to know. I'm going, I'm emceeing I'm the uh, New Jersey Right to Life, my good friend Marie Tazy at the, um, at the Hyatt in New Brunswick on Friday. I'm really looking forward to that event and a lot of good friends are going to be there. We've got a fantastic keynote speaker. Actually, I'll be with uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who is, um, as you know, former press secretary for President Trump and uh, potentially a future governor. So a so lot of big names coming out to support New Jersey. My friends, Mercedes and Matt Schlapp, who run CPAC, will be hopefully back in state. We certainly uh, were interacting this morning about this whole debacle over, uh, over my line in the sand. So a lot coming up. A lot of strong national people have reached out to me to uh, express their support. Uh, some uh, former aides to President Trump, and uh, my phone literally blew up this morning when that article hit. So here we are. And I can tell you this, I ended the show on Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down because, guys, I'm not backing down. I'm standing up. It's time. It's time for men to stand up and act like men. It's time for men to stand up and act like men. And I'm going to tell you something. It is your wives and girlfriends and mothers who want you to stand up and act like men. I, I don't think it's by accident that 90% of our donors for uh, the Common Sense Club 
Donors.org, 90% over $100 donors are women. Two-thirds of the people who signed up are women. Women are sick and tired because their mothers and their sisters and their grandmothers and they're looking around and their daughters and they're saying, how did this country fall apart like this? How did we let a bunch of corporate cowards be complicit with what the Biden administration is getting away with? How, how did this happen? Where, where are the people? How is it that I am an outlier? How is it that Ian Smith at Attila's Gym is the outlier? How is it that the people who are standing up for medical freedom are not the norm? We should be the norm. Those of us that want to protect our medical freedom, those of us that believe it's our body, those of us that stand up for freedom and the Constitution and normalcy. How is it? How is it that the outlier in New Jersey is the person that believes there are only two genders? The gender is, in fact, not fluid. How is it possible? How is it possible that the outlier is the person that stands up for our men and women in law enforcement and our firefighters? How is it possible? We've got to take the country and the state back from this so-called new normal, because the new normal is an absurdity. No, you don't need the jab. Yes, your natural immunity will overcome COVID. Yes, the curve was flat last April. Last April. Everything else since then has been total, unfettered propaganda. And until you wake up and realize that, uh, I can't help you. So if you're still scared of COVID here, almost two years in, uh, uh, what am I gonna do? I can't help you. But if you are strong, independent-minded, critical thinker, then stand with me because this fight has just started. Stand with me because I'm going to stand with you. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. It's almost 20 after 10. I will be back on the air tomorrow, and I will be back on Facebook Live tomorrow morning at 5.55. So keep fighting. Keep sending me those messages on all my different social media outlets. You can also sign up for the free New Jersey 101.5 uh, app and send me a chat there. But uh, stay in touch. The fight continues. See you guys.